1: a very important topic today
0: mm. Mm. continue
1: refried beans mm. um, yes why do they need to refry them as this film that, asks
0: that is the question right yeah. you know, how are you supposed to kill something that's already dead exactly. such as refried beans Exactly.
1: I like that this film is not afraid to go for the hot topics and the deep <laughs> dis- discussions it's not very <laughs> yes. surface level it gets right to the good stuff Im- immediately
0: yeah The beans. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we came here for. The beans. Beans. The special (laughs) beans. (laughs) Nothing but beans. (laughs) But your father's beans. (laughs) Hard-hitting movie. Like... Holy You're not shit. even just joking about that. Like lots of lots of uh, really intense stuff in this movie.
1: Absolutely. This movie yeah. it's Tales from, from the Hood by the way in case you yes. you did you thought you clicked the wrong <laughs> the, the wrong are Back in our or- Orphan episode. are <laughs> right? like, "Wait,
0: beans, what the fuck? Be- what is this? Uh, why, why are they talking about the the 2020 election? Like <laughs> yeah, what, the, what the fuck's
1: yeah. going on?" <laughs> this is Tales from the Hood and it is a film yes. that has acquired a wonderful cult re- reputation over the past mm-hmm. 20 plus years 25 deservedly so I 27 years yes. i don't know yes um like that. math I don't, it's, I don't do math that's why i'm on a podcast i mean where you don't yes. ha- have to do math usually yes. are there math podcasts you think? I hope not. I really, that sounds horrible. <laughs> That's just sad. That sounds like the saddest podcast of all time.
0: <laughs> I guess there are podcasts about anything these days, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Fractions, yay or nay, like what the, I don't know, like what, who wants to do that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we don't have math here, and this, this, yeah. this movie, almost 30 years old, and it is still as hip, smart, and non-stop scary as <laughs> it was back in the day
0: yeah and socially relevant absolutely as fuck. hello get out did not invent that right? it did not you know? it goes there it yeah.
1: goes there it's not scared scared to and yet it's somehow still incredibly I- entertaining mm-hmm. it's like the yeah, perfect the blend yeah. of like social issues with horror a little bit of comedy and it's yeah. all just blended so well
0: yeah it's so it's so interesting it doesn't feel like it's like hitting you across the face with these things no. even though it is very. Evident. You know, yeah. I don't feel like I'm watching Black Christmas 2019. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, but it is still very, like, it still clearly has a point of view and is, you know, trying to get these messages across. But mm-hmm. um, it, like you said, it does it through this sort of comedic lens, dark comedy, horror thing that just makes it so much more accessible, I guess. Right. I, I, and, and, and a sense of self-awareness, I think, too. Mm-hmm. That
1: um, Yeah, I mean, this kind of embraces that sort of EC Comics, just yeah. desserts, kind of storytelling where it, you know these people like do bad things the crypt. absolutely yeah. yeah uh
0: you know don't be a bad person or bad things will happen to you yeah like it's a <laughs> exactly <laughs> and some of them are uh i like that there's always sort of a morally ambiguous character in mm-hmm. each of them too right kind of like oh um or at least particularly the first one and Definitely. the third one mm-hmm. um just these characters are like oh okay that's interesting that's different um mm-hmm. it's not quite as uh you know right versus wrong as it could be
1: it's just so damn smart this entire 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 film is just ugh, it's just it's just plain clever
0: it's very good and uh even though it does have a cult following it does not get the respect it deserves still even to this day so
1: i mean like uh, i'd go as far as to say it's probably one of the best horror anthologies of all time yeah because i i I would say so yeah every story kind of packs a punch whereas with most of them there's like Two or three that you're like, that was great, and then there's a few that you're like, I'm never gonna watch that one again. Let me skip right. it every time I watch it, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, it's got great individual stories and a really great framing device, mm-hmm. your know, wraparound. Yeah. Uh, uh, what did I? Add? I just watched that Mortuary Collection movie, and it, oh it yeah, that kind of has the same. Fine, but it has the exact same thing, wraparound, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> it's like oh, okay, just replace him with a white guy. Like, oh, okay, that's that's smart. Yeah. You know I mean, look, I like Clancy Brown, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Not a lot of news this week. Uh, there, I mean. When this episode airs, there's a lot of stuff releasing. Um, yeah. Uh, Child's the Child's Play series airs tonight when you're hearing this, oh. and uh, the horror noir series comes out this week, which I still don't know much about that, so we'll see. Yeah,
1: I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Excited.
0: Uh, Halloween Kills on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did last summer series on Friday. You season three on Friday. Slumber Party Massacre on Saturday, My which I've heard surprisingly God. I have two. decent things about. Right, I was prepared to just totally write it off, but I've heard some people be like, oh, actually, it's pretty good. Okay, we'll see. Give it
1: a shot. Yeah. But if you're wrong, so help you, buddy. I'll I'll just hit you with a car when I see you.
0: (laughs) If you take one more step toward me.
1: (laughs) I'll find your house and drill a peephole through the front door like that lovely lesbian in the original
0: with my tommy gun yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i hope it's yeah, good yeah big week though yeah and, yeah, and then uh scream
1: is coming to the theaters and it's been said that there might be a trailer attached for the new one i've
0: heard that's confirmed now yeah. i've heard a couple like variety or someone confirmed so we'll see so that'll be cool
1: because um, i'm going yeah um well by the, the time that the the this air right. i i will have already seen will have already seen said trailer yeah. so <laughs> speaking great. from what the you future about? <laughs> it was a masterpiece <laughs> oh, it, was it turns yeah. out um it's a musical and that was the big surprise <laughs> yeah. sydney comes out and she's like back in woodsboro i feel like a hoe and it's like oh this is great this is wonderful
0: there are a couple uh, songs that somebody did for like a, a um, Scream type musical on YouTube that are actually pretty good. I'm yeah. Like, this is actually kind of fun. I want to, have to see the rest of it. I might be into that. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not? Wow. Yeah, big week. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if I, you know, I'm going to be on vacation next week, but if I get a chance to watch Halloween Kills, we can check in about that. Or at least oh, by yeah. the end of the month, we can. Because it's going to be on Peacock. So, uh, oh, the Peacock. I don't make it to the theater yeah oh the oh i love that boys. peacock streaming service <laughs> it's so good
1: oh no need for a back room in the video store anymore when you've got peacock no need iris Minneapolis, St. Paul.
0: <laughs> oh wow
1: yeah i mean i'm hoping that i'm delighted by the film i'm hoping this new trilogy does a, a 180 and
0: <laughs> it yeah, ends gonna, up delighting <laughs> Well, somebody who I kind of trust said it was, like, one of the best slashers since Scream, and I'm like, we'll see. Oh, well, I guess. that's a little
1: uh, high praise it. there. Let's calm it's it a down.
0: Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty, have pretty big uh, shoes to fill there. Yeah. That's... Um, I mean, not that we've had too many great slashers since Scream, but still. You know. I mean,
1: if they said, like, it's the best slasher since, like, Children of the Corn 5, I'd be like, okay, great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I believe you. Sure. <laughs> but... Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like... <laughs> It ain't got nothing on Fields of Terror, or whatever the fuck yeah. it was called.
0: <laughs> have you watched anything recently?
1: What have I watched? Um, October Choices? I watched something. No, what did I watch? Shit. I actually don't think I have watched much because I've been doing that documentary thing. Right, so. the documentary. Yeah. i been a little swamped. Uh,
0: what have I watched? I watched, well, I finished Midnight Mass, which was very good. I've heard I think, nothing anyway,
1: but good stuff. Except for some that are like too many monologues,
0: which is true, but yeah. it was still very good. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't really know what's gone on with Mike Flanagan, where he feels like he has to, like every episode has to have this big, like five minute monologue by a character. <laughs> but uh, you know, otherwise, it was very good. And there's a, there's a moment about halfway through. I won't spoil anything, but it, it shook me to my very core. <gasps> so it was. You were very, shook it. As
1: the kids I was would say.
0: Shook it. I was shook it. Oh my. What else I watched? I watched um, movie called why don't you just die which is a fun title from uh last year
1: story of my life i guess i don't
0: know exactly (laughs) right it's uh it's a little russian dark comedy thriller thing it was good though it's uh russians like comedy uh really dark as fuck comedy (laughs) yeah that's news to me (laughs) now they do i guess uh very gory and uh lots of tarantino type influences i would say like just mm. tonally and structurally like it kind of jumps back and forth in time I'm like let's explain what this character was doing and then let's jump over here and see what this one's doing ah. um but like good tarantino like mm. uh early days tarantino so because yeah. um, i don't really care about tarantino anymore and every interview i watch with him is like him being an asshole so i don't know <laughs> i'm kind of done with him <laughs> but um but yeah it was good we're checking out i'm gonna grab a drink of water here
1: no how dare you i how dare you try to hydrate yourself when we're about to talk well, about I'm tales just... from the hood how dare you
0: i'm i'm just a corpse over here i'm just bones <laughs> my ribs hanging out green goo coming out you know oh so you're doing the barber steel that's great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fantastic this this movie kind of does the barber steel and that there's an early moment where like you see the corpse's rib cage and it's oh like, yeah yeah and it's like green goo in there and stuff it's yeah It's good. But yeah, nobody knows what we look like in real life except for the pictures we post online. So maybe we're just corpses at this point. You don't know.
1: And those (laughs) could be fake. Like, what if we're just really face-tuned corpses?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We could be. We could be, you know?
1: Has anyone ever tried to face-tune a corpse? I wonder what that would look look like. Uh, disturbing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Also, Facebook is down right now. Facebook really down.
1: It's a it's a disaster, Kevin. Nuts. I'm not going to be a- I... <laughs> able to make it. I have to, I have to post the picture of my Whataburger. So um, yes. I yes. want people to know what I'm eating, what I'm doing, how I'm
0: feeling. Exactly. I'm a foodie. I can't. That's eat right. This until I take a picture of it. What and are then, they going to do? i can take a picture of it. You know, what are they yeah. going
1: to do, Kevin? Without the picture of your pork chop that you were going to post? You know, it it had a honey glaze. I mean, they're going to miss the honey glaze.
0: I, know it's, I know it's terrible, I know it's terrible, but in, in the words of Cher, snap out of it! You crazy bitch! You <laughs> crazy bitch! <laughs> uh, come on, Sonny! I got you, babe! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the worst fucking share impression ever. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's, that was it's awful. It's okay? It's harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> she makes
0: it
1: look so effortless. <laughs> sure. I can turn back town. Let's talk about tales from the
0: hood, man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With my guest, Sonny Bono. Sonny, you seen tales from the hood, <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know how sunny bono sounds so i can't do a sunny bono impression i don't know he's like that right he kind of had the high voice didn't he I don't yeah know he was he was he was pretty quiet but uh, uh i guess he was mayor for a while so i guess he I, wasn't that quiet but... i guess he could really belt out when he wanted to yeah slightly before my time i should say yeah <laughs> that's
1: true that's true
0: not like this movie though
1: no what i remember that? this i remember when i it remember came out. It on
0: the old television it was on hbo for a while there it was Would've always
1: been like... on hbo back in the day yeah always yeah.
0: would have only been like six or seven years old but it was uh it was on there
1: i just remember um... the tv spots when it was coming to th- theaters and they fucking terrified me they gave me n- nightmares they really did because mm-hmm. yeah. it would show um the devil at, at the end and then it would also show clips from the second story where the monsters coming into the kid's room. And that freaked me out because I was a kid. I I was like probably younger than the kid was in the story. And I was like, Oh my God, that could be me and a monster's coming Mm -hmm. into my room. It's
0: terrifying. Mm -hmm. Ah, 1995. Yes. Um, As we've said in the past, early mid nineties, weird time for horror. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of, lot of thrillers alongside a lot of this like high concept experimental stuff like uh new nightmare and um in the mouth of madness and curse of michael Myers*. is weird what the fuck uh that was twin peaks certainly
1: experimental
0: it was and who fucking knows what was going on in their minds but yeah Yeah. uh twin peaks and firewalk with me uh uh, jacob's ladder even candyman has like you know very unique surreal vibe to it Mm -hmm. you know this was also a time when black actors and actresses were slowly being featured more and more in films. You know, you had like Do the Right Thing and Boys in the Hood. just um, this, this whole burgeoning black cinema movement and uh, Crooklyn, Waiting to Ex- Exhale, Daughters of Dust. A lot of movies. Um,
1: yeah, it's like sister- what happened between then and now? Because it really did seem like black cinema was like yeah. t- taking off in the 90s. And then at some point it just kind of fell off the radar
0: a bit. Right, I agree with that. Um, like every movie in that era had like a hip hop song in it too. Oh, Remember of course. It was really oh my god, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it. I think they found, I think it was a sort of a calculation by the studios where like, for a while it was making them all this money to exploit mm-hmm. these black actors and creative artists, and then suddenly they weren't making as much money anymore. So then yeah. they just kind of gave up on it, which is really Ugh. unfortunate. Yeah, and horror. We were starting to see that start to take off a little bit, too, with, like, The People Under the Stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, Candyman. Candyman. Um, Demonite mm-hmm. with Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, that acclaimed film. Oh, that one, uh, yes. That's... One of Wes Craven's Didn't classics. did
1: get an, an Oscar, I think? I believe so. Film? Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Oscars all around, yeah. It was a situation, like, uh, at the Tonys, where uh, it was the only thing nominated, so Well, of course, you know, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Devitt, Oscar uh, <laughs> Tony winner for <laughs> the only thing he was in. Bless him. Um, yes, um, our dear The Craft. Also, you know Rochelle Indeed. and uh, Eve's Bayou which is wonderful, oh, y'all. If you movie. haven't seen it, so good. You know, not yeah. straight horror, but it's got some supernatural influences. Absolutely. And, and then on TV, there was a ton of stuff blowing up too. You know, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Family Matters, Martin, Living Single. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Different World The Wayne Brothers Sister Sister And then the Arsenio Hall show For a couple years there um, Was really big Helped to get Bill Clinton elected So yeah. there's that Directed by Rusty Koundyev, mm-hmm. um, Who did uh, Fear of the Black Hats And uh, Chappelle's show some other things as well i believe he, he directed both of the sequels right too which I i've heard the so. second one is not great i've, I've heard the third the one is better one. yeah I
1: i've I've, yeah. I've heard the same thing about the third the second was yeah. very disappointing
0: yeah it was written by him and darren scott as you said mm-hmm. who did um like from a whisper to a scream one of your mm-hmm. favorites oh it's and, so
1: good uh, everybody watched that uh, too <laughs> it's, it's good it's
0: a more serious one it's good it's very, but, yeah, it's it's very it's, dark it's yeah, very creepy yeah um and uh, he also did Fear of the Black Cat, and I think he, he, he he's produced a lot of things, too. So mm-hmm. um. so according to Kundief, the idea for this movie came from a one-act play he performed a few times in Los Angeles called The Black Horror Show, Black Anthropy. Um, shortly after the play wrapped, uh, he and Scott suggested a horror movie that would explore some of these themes a little more deeply. Um the segment boys do get bruised is loosely based on an incident from his own childhood. He visited a friend's house um, who lived a block from him in Pittsburgh. And he saw that his friend's younger sister was gagged and hogtied in the basement, which is insane. Um, so he went and told his dad who was a detective, but, uh, his dad felt very uncomfortable dealing with this because it was, you know, white people essentially who Mm -hmm. were doing this. And, um, so it was a whole thing. And, uh, you know he he's, he can listen to him talk about it more, but it's just um, yeah, just the complex situations um, there. Uh, his parents are in this, um, as his dad is the preacher who gives the eulogy, um, and his mom is Miss Cobb's, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That's a great little it's a great cameo ca- there
1: character. Yeah, I love that character. Um, that's
0: awesome. Um, film was released theatrically on May twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five. Like I said, it grossed about $12 million against a $6 million budget. So it did about double its budget, which is, you know, something there. And uh, critics divided because critics suck. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, don't break my heart here. What did they say? I
0: mean, it's got like a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Unacceptable. Um, but like most of the big ones gave it positive reviews. So that's something Variety okay. said... Uh, it is a smart and sassy horror anthology that mixes blunt shocks and sharp satire. Yay, Variety. Entertainment Weekly said, an enthusiastically cheesy sociological horror bash that's essentially a black Twilight Zone. Um, from the moment Clarence William appears as... This uh imperious pop eyed Mr. Sims, a mortuary ah, I can't read this, a mortuary overseer who serves as the movie's hilariously dazed host, you know Tales from the Hood is no da- is in no danger of taking itself too seriously. At the same time, the film's four episodes acquire a cumulative resonance. Mm. Like we said, it has developed a nice little legacy over the years. Uh, we got a great little Blu ray from Scream Ray last Scream Ray, I can't Scream. talk Scream Ray <laughs> <laughs> Scream Factory. I do love Scream Ray <laughs> last year. Yeah, uh, IndieWire Wire ranked it one of their 100 best horror films of all time. So it's, oh. you know, it's it slowly started to develop some um uh, I don't know what's the word? appreciation? Appreciation, I guess. We'll go with love. that. I mean, uh, love uh critical devotion. Devotion, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. It's got the uh, funeral home set up here, right?
1: It does. Yeah, cuz you've, you've got these three guys that are going to this funeral home sims funeral funeral home home. oh it's lit really awesome awesome
0: and very halloweeny and yes it's cool
1: and they're going there because the funeral director there has said that he found some drugs and they would like to acquire Mm -hmm. them and when they get there, this guy is like just kind of a crackpot. I mean, he's just he's like twitchy and weird, and like sweating, and awesome. just this oddball <laughs> dude. And they're like, "Where's the shit, man?" And he's like, "Yes, the shit, the shit." Yeah. I mean, they say the shit like fifty thousand times. It's hilarious. And um, and so while they're there, he opens up a coffin and is like, "Let me tell you a story about this guy here. His name is Clarence." and they said he heard voices and stuff and so then it goes into this first story here and it's about a guy named Cl- Clarence who's a who's a who's a who's a cop um and he ends up seeing this very prominent figure in the black community being pulled over by his fellow cops who are all white he's black but they're all white and they pull this guy over for no reason just because they don't like what he has to say about cro- crooked cops like them and they right. beat him to a pulp and then very graphic it's, it's horrifying
0: very difficult to watch and uh as usual the cops are terrible they're um,
1: assholes one is played yeah, by wings uh... halzer who is delightful right. in those kind kinds of parts he always mm-hmm. plays like the worst people in the world <laughs> And yeah. uh, and what they do is they make it look like he had a drug o- overdose and ran into the the water. And Clarence kind of starts to go a little nuts from the the guilt of not being a- a- able to to do more because they said that they were that they were gonna take him to the hospital and they didn't. And yeah. I guess a few months go by. It's never really, you're never re really sure how much t- time has passed. But he's uh, just become like a basket case. He's drinking all the time and wandering the streets. And he sees this mural of this uh, of this guy that was killed, um, mm-hmm. Martin Morehouse, I believe is his name, right? And um, yeah,
0: yeah. These murals are really cool too. Oh, it's They're really neat. Candyman. Yeah, it always r-
1: reminded me mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And uh, and he starts to hear Martin's voice saying Mm -hmm. to bring the cops that killed him to his grave. And so he does. And they come there in the in the dead, the dead of night in the graveyard. And he's like, yeah, I want y'all to come over to the grave. And one of them is just a complete asshole and is like, yeah, let's go piss on the grave. And yeah. as he's being on the grave, <laughs> Martin's zombified hand just reaches out from beyond the grave and like <laughs> grabs his dick and just drags him into the into the grave and like bashes his head on the head the headstone and stuff and yeah. and then it just like the grave explodes and he comes out and they try to run away but he's like on the hood of, of the car and there's like a bunch of explosions downtown cuz they hit these cars it's it's really cool and it's a, um it's
0: a great line They're like uh, there's no time to panic he's like well when the fuck do we start to panic <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um he reaches into the car and grabs one of them and like rips their head off and sticks the corpse mm-hmm. back in the car
0: yeah this makeup is really good on oh, it's this wonderful. Uh, zombie Uh, corpse here it's it's uh, those eyes are so like iconic i always remember just like the glowing white eyes there it's It's really
1: scary and so then there's just one left and he kind of wanders downtown into i guess kind of a bad area where there's lots of drugs and martin finds him and like somehow like telepathically like sticks him onto the mural and then like throws all these like discarded heroin heroin needles into him he's like crucified
0: it's very nightmare on elm street three you know yeah yeah needles being put into and yeah even the death is kind of uh surreal Mm -hmm. that way like a um death where yeah it's really cool though like he turns into like all this mush and then eventually becomes a mural and it's it's
1: oh the effects are fantastic yeah
0: one of the cooler deaths i've seen
1: and then uh, Clarence shows back up, and he's like, are you happy now? And he's like, no, because you were supposed to do some- something when you could, and now it's too yeah. late. And then he kind of pushes him down, and then it cuts to him in a mental hospital, and he needs just, he's just completely lost it now. And they've actually bl- blamed him for all the cop ki- killings.
0: Right. And so he's it's, just rotten and, uh... away in there. Yeah, his sort of guilt um, got the most of it. It's mm-hmm. it's such an impossible situation when, yeah. uh, I mean, where like, I don't know. And again, I can only speak of this from like, uh, I guess as as a queer person, queer, I guess, um, where it's like it, it, you're when you go into a situation where you're sort of there to meet some sort of like weird quota mm-hmm. of like, oh, we have this like one token person here, right? And you can only uh, you feel so torn between like you know, your values as like, you know, who you are Mm -hmm. as that minority, but then also trying to fit into this other group of people. And then you see them do really shitty things. And that makes you question that. And it's just, it's again, an impossible situation. And, uh, um, yeah, I can't imagine. Um, and, and, and that's the thing, like the guilt really is what gets to him Mm -hmm. at the very end. And you could make the argument that really, he is the one who did all this and just, you know, envisioned, um, maybe it all happening. Yeah. Um, because it just—it was just the guilt of all. The, I mean, I think that's kind of the overarching metaphor, even if it, whether it actually happened or not. But um, um, but yeah, impossible situation. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: And then uh, we're back at the funeral home, and he opens up another coffin, and all the guys are like, "What the fuck happened to this guy?" So you know it's going to be a right. good a good one because they're like, "What the fuck is that? How did it happen?"
0: <laughs> right.
1: And then he starts to tell this story about a young boy. Who is, who is having these, maybe dreams or maybe it's real about the this monster that comes into his room every night, mm-hmm. and his teacher at school starts to notice that there's like these bruises on him and he's really like picked on at school a, a lot, and um he's always drawing he's always drawing all these pictures, yeah and um
0: Walter I think is his Walter name, right? yeah. Yeah.
1: and one day he picks up a picture that he drew of this bully and crumbles it and mm. this bully all of a sudden just like breaks his legs on the playground <laughs> That's awesome and they're yeah. like we've never seen something like this before and they just wheel him out and yeah. um and walter's just like haha and we start to realize that his mother is in this abusive relationship with this with this guy when the teacher comes <laughs> over to v- visit one, one night yeah. and the the boyfriend who's played by David Allen Greer which is just this random mm-hmm. bit of casting that's like just off yeah, the wall but it, it totally works yeah and um and he's this ass- asshole guy that beats Walter and his mom and as the teacher's leaving he starts start, starts to hear sounds of a a struggle mm-hmm. and he runs back in and sees them being Abused, and that's when Walter grabs his pi- picture that he ch- drew of the monster that he's been seen and like bends it in half, which causes the abusive boyfriend's arm to bend in in half. It's so cool; like the effects are it's unbelievable.
0: A really interesting take on like a voodoo doll, but like yeah. through a uh, drawing instead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting.
1: And so then he like crumbles it up, which makes him like turn in turn into like this puddle of just broken limbs and like ooze
0: and stuff yeah it seems like a like a cut scene from death becomes here yeah you know it's it's yeah
1: and then they throw the drawing on the fire and he explodes and burns to a crisp yeah and that's that story i mean it's a pretty simple story um but it's very a well story, very yeah, well, but... well 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 told though
0: yeah yeah and uh again another very dark sort of subject matter i mean this this uh, i mean they're all like under the surface all these stories are very um absolutely uh very dark and uh just the fact this kid was being abused in his own home Mm -hmm. and as sort of a coping mechanism you know whether rather than see it as this guy he sort of envisioned him as this monster instead and uh you know he can't really talk to anyone about it at school um other than to maybe just sort of Hint at there being a monster when mm-hmm. it's really just this guy and uh yeah uh abuse at home again dark <laughs> very dark very very dark
1: but then we have another story because as he's closing the casket back at the few fu- funeral home this doll drops down from a cupboard and they're like what the hell's that yeah. doll and he's like oh let me tell you about this doll that i found at this random plantation in the south this one's great. Th- this, it's so over the top. <laughs> it, this one is it's it's a lot like the sort of classic Karen Black tr- yes. trilogy of terror. That's what I was talking to. Yeah, but mm-hmm. with a very in- interesting twist because you have this yeah. this this guy who is this. I guess he's like trying to run for Congress or something, right? He's like a yeah yeah and duke
0: or something yeah yeah. which
1: i guess is a play on david duke the guy from the kkk because this guy Uh, is also someone who had a background in the kkk and he's trying to do this sort of public rehabilitation thing with his image where he's trying to distance himself from his his past even though he's still very much into all this horrible racist bullshit right and he has bought this plantation that people are very mad about because it apparently is haunted by the spirits of all these slaves. And mm-hmm. there was a woman, uh, Mrs. Cobbs, right, Yes. who, who um, fashioned all these dolls that she made in, to kind of put the, the slaves' spirits into them. Mm -hmm. and some of them are still supposedly lurking around, but he's he's never seen them, so he just kind of thinks it's this urban myth. And one day, he is giving this sort of interview thing, this sort of practice interview thing, with, I guess it's like his campaign manager of some sort, and he's an interesting character too, because he's a black man who is kind of selling himself out for the money, you right. know, and
0: it's it's this is one of the sort of morally ambiguous mm-hmm. characters, um, um, similar to you know the, the cop in the first one, right? You now it's it's um, it's one of those things where like you can't really fault them for you know trying to get ahead and mm-hmm. in, in this really sort of messed up world, right? Um, uh, but it it is such a, uh, it's like yeah, it's what do you do with that? You know, exactly. It's like um, a, a gay person being on the campaign staff of a you know a. a right-wing Republican or something, you know. It's, it's Oh, it's, Kevin,
1: it's, that never a, happens. <laughs> right. I mean, most of them are gay, but, you know. <laughs> it's like them working at Chick-fil-A, you know. Never. Lindsey Graham. Oh, no. <laughs> we're we're going to get in so much trouble for that because, you know, he's a very devout heterosexualist, I've been told. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, well, it doesn't end well for, for this guy because as he's filming right. he falls down the stairs to his death yes and yeah
0: I, I, it's like everyone who gets punished in this movie gets punished for it you get the sense from what the filmmakers feel are some someone has they've done they've done a bad thing yeah and yeah. they are punished for it so yeah. you know he is punished for mm-hmm. this sort of get-ahead attitude exactly um, at, at the expense of um black people mm-hmm. uh, you know everyone else so yeah
1: and even after this everyone's like you need to get out of out of that house because the slaves are very mad their sp- sp- spirits are not at rest and they're gonna come yeah. after you and he's like i don't believe in that and so even after that he's <laughs> like i'm staying
0: there's there was a great there's a great quote that he says at like um the funeral where they're asking him all these questions and he's just this, total idiot and he's like i think it's unfair to judge someone for the misdeeds of their ancestors i mean i have many misdeeds of my own to account for and i'm just like okay so you're just implicating yourself instead of like your ancestors i don't (laughs) don't think that helps dude like yeah he's he's just a total idiot like every politician but yeah
1: and uh, and so he goes back home and um all of a sudden there's like a noise outside he opens the door and he hears this little scurrying sound these, these little mm-hmm. tiny feet going do, do, do. <laughs> I love little feet, I love little feet I love the sound effect of Doo, do, do, do. it's so <laughs> cute and so he shuts the door like what is that and in the meantime he's also reviewed the video that his campaign guy was shooting and he sees mm-hmm. that at the foot of the stairs where he fell there was one of those dolls and he's like what the hell I've never seen this before you know yeah. Um. and I, th- I think someone placed one of them in his limo to after the few, the few funeral He throws yeah. it out the window yeah. Yeah. Uh, But this doll comes back And it turns out this doll is not alone Because Throughout the night He starts to see more and more dolls mm-hmm. And the painting there, There's this, this great painting of Miss Cobbs and all of her dolls And as he keeps Seeing doll after doll The dolls in the painting Start to disappear One by one so it's yeah. like they're coming out of the painting. it's really cool. And mm-hmm. at one point he grabs a a flag and hits the painting and the painting starts starts to bleed. It's really mm-hmm. neat. And then at one point he gets one of the dolls and like puts them on like a a dartboard right? there's like a dartboard. it's
0: something. so like like uh <laughs> evil Dead 2 kind of yeah. thing you know it's very over the top slapstick and stuff yeah.
1: and of course, all the dolls eventually come out of the pa- painting and attack him and so does miss miss Cobbs, and she's yeah. just sitting on her rocking chair just like well you know you should have listened and it's, it's awesome it's like this, just this army of
0: little claymation dolls it's really and it's...
1: delightful yeah. <laughs> and
0: like for some reason the last time i watched it this was my least favorite and now it's like my favorite i just think it's, it's so over the top so and ridiculous, like, silly. Yeah. i mean
1: corbin Burnson as this guy he he gives a great performance i mean he's just so yeah, yeah. despicable and yet there's still something watchable about him which is a really Mm -hmm. tough thing to pull off you know because this guy's like a total piece of shit and yet it's still sort of entertaining to watch him Mm -hmm. um and so yeah that is his demise he's just attacked by all these dolls yes yes (laughs) and then we're back to the funeral home for the final segment of terror Mm-hmm. And they open the coffin, and immediately they're all kind of like taken aback by what what they see. So you're like, "What's going on here?" Like they seem to know this guy. And um, and this guy's name is Jerome.
0: Yes, Jerome, played by uh, Lamont Bentley, who was in uh, Moesha mm-hmm. and uh, the spinoff, The Parkers. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, he's really good. In this Absolutely, too. he's fa- fantastic. He belongs to a gang, and he he kills a bunch of people in the opening and then he's actually shot him himself. And he is shot by these three guys that we can't really see. They're kind of obscured and he falls on the ground. He's kind of bleeding out. But then when he comes to, he's like in this weird place, he's like, where am I? And he's been taken to this strange, like experimental facility yeah. by this woman played by Roslyn Cash, who I, Roslyn I adore fucking Cash, absolutely so adore great. her, and um, and she wants to do these experiments on him.
0: Yeah, apparently it's been like four years later. Uh, which, yeah, okay, like, like, like you said, time it's, it's is a bit of a jump. Weirdly,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like they're, they're all, it's like this weird like castle on the hill. Like it's like a really weird looking facility. It's yeah. creepy,
0: and it yeah. And when he first walks in, he sees like all these hanging like the cor- corpses, corpses of women. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I don't really get. It. I guess they were just people who were experimented on. But, Maybe. um And his cellmate is this like white supremacist, exactly. helter skelter type guy who's gonna bring about war between the races. And uh, yeah, he's and he thinks, as I think many of us do, like when we're in a situation like that where it's like, oh, I wow, I have nothing in common with this guy. Mm-hmm. But then like. He's, I think he starts to realize, oh, shit, like, I'm yeah. doing some shit that's, like, really bad because, as well. yeah,
1: he's he's like, I kill your people, but you kill your own people as well. So what's the yeah. difference between us, you know?
0: It, it gets him thinking about, yeah, a lot of his um, passings. But he's yeah. still – and sort of the whole running theme of this is that he will not take any responsibility mm-hmm. for anything because um, as – i think many of us do when we do something bad we it's it's hard to you know accept that we've done something bad and he did have this really shitty life growing Mm -hmm. up um which he gets into when because rosalind cash takes him and he agrees to be part of this experiment like you said and uh um like the first one is they sh- clockwork yeah.
1: orangey
0: very clockwork orange the, the, there's like a two parts the first one he sees all these photographs of lynching victims mm-hmm. and then there's all this kind of grisly footage of like gang violence yeah. and his own actions um it's very like uh defending your life but like yeah but in horror not, form not fun yeah <laughs> but not fun <laughs> yeah.
1: there's no meryl um, streep here no no, no. Yeah, it's, so it's like all
0: to get him to weird. really come to terms with it, but he never really gets to that point. Cuz
1: he's um, like on this rack that like spins around. It's it's like that thing at the fair that like just spins around that just makes you mm-hmm. nauseous. And but he's yeah. been like stripped down to just like a thong. Like it's really strange. <laughs> yeah. Um and and so like he has to watch all of that stuff and they put like these like tubes like up his nose and like down his throat it's so weird yeah yeah and then the second part is this like sensory deprivation chamber where, where where they lower him down in this chair in this like dark cave and just close it
0: i i just i can't watch this because the the strobe, strobe light, light the i'm like time. I don't know. it's it's i'm surprised there's not like a warning before i know yeah. it's, it's it's pretty intense yeah. but uh, i guess that's the point you know it's supposed to be sensory deprivation exactly here, yeah.
1: and that's when he sees all of his former victims and they're like why'd you do this to me and then like and one of them is like a kid that's -hmm. just like i was just playing in my room and one of your bullets came through the window and killed me and you know like it wasn't my fault and stuff and and then Rosalind cash shows shows back up and she's like you're not gonna take responsibility like we gave you a chance here and you're not gonna take responsibility
0: yeah and uh, there's some there's a good quote in there he he says something about like uh well, this nightmare is never going to end. And she's like, well, the nightmare ends when you say it does. Yeah. Jerome. It's like the, all this bad shit happened to you in the past, but ultimately you have mm-hmm. the, re- the power to make it stop. Exactly. And, uh, that was a pretty powerful little moment. there.
1: Absolutely. But he refuses to. So then he wakes up and he's still on the floor from when he was first shot. So this whole thing has yeah. been kind of his like death dream, I guess. Mm-hmm. and he looks up and he is shot by the three the three guys for the last time and he dies yeah and this yeah. is when we discover that, that the three guys who shot him are the same three guys in the funeral home right now with mr Sims and they're like this isn't funny why are you doing this like we're just here for 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 the shit and he's like okay well let's go down to the basement and we'll get the shit. You know, it's yeah. just like, after all this, like, I would get the fuck out, out, out of there, but they're like, sure. Mm-hmm. So they go down, and Mr. Sims is just lighting all of the lights with just his hand. He's not pulling strings. He's just mm-hmm. walking by, and they just pop on, and he takes them to, to these three ca- ca- coffins. They open them up, and there they are. They're dead, too. Surprise!
0: <laughs> They've been dead the whole time.
1: For the whole motion picture. <laughs> and then he starts getting very sweaty and very intense and like all of a sudden like this snake tongue comes out out of his mouth and he's like welcome to hell and he like yeah. strips down and then his skin turns into like creepy devil skin and his say he grows horns and he's the devil yeah. and they're in hell
0: yeah
1: and that's yeah. the ending
0: and that's it it's it's, it's a nutso ending, it's a great I mean, kind ending of not really expressing how fucking nuts this it's pretty, is. It, like it's pretty it's hard to describe
1: it. yeah it is uh, insane
0: it, uh,
1: but the down there with mary lou and i mean the devil makeup that was great it's so cool
0: yeah oh yeah it's fucking nuts it's like it's a creepy. legend type. yeah thing. it looks a lot like crazy. Crazy. that yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nuts very creepy crazy crazy crazy
1: i love this movie y'all i love it
0: it's very good it's very very good uh very socially relevant Mm -hmm. while also still being entertaining with like we said which is a weird balance but somehow it manages to to do that it's really
1: uh, hard to do that as we've seen from many films that have tried to do the same thing especially recently there's been a lot that have tried to say stuff while being entertaining and they ended up saying stuff without being so entertaining you know so it is a tough thing to do
0: and it's interesting that like it it takes jabs at um a lot of different people mm-hmm. you know uh like this could have just been all like terrible white people getting bad things happened to him but he chooses right. to go kind of a different route and yeah. focus on some of these kind of morally ambiguous um mm-hmm. black characters too yeah. which is interesting um yeah and as as a black filmmaker you know that's a really interesting you know approach to that and, absolutely uh, yeah it's just, it's just very ahead of its time I feel absolutely like. it's, just, uh, it's it's again a lot of the things the topics that are being discussed here are uh still playing out today sadly Mm -hmm. and uh i i think this this hits at some things even harder than like get out does i think to some degree um Mm -hmm. um, but there's different types of movies too yeah yeah i'm not not, not gonna compare them really but i think
1: maybe the title of the film kind of threw people off you know because yeah when i was a kid and and I, and i heard tales from the hood i thought like leprechaun in the hood i expected hood, something right. yeah. goofy and kind of dumb you know right. and this movie is actually really smart and
0: it, it is very intelligent i don't think well made yeah
1: a chance
0: no i don't think so either and it's so we're telling you go give it a chance if please do it, get know.
1: that blu-ray because it's beautiful
0: so go check that out oh if... I forgot to mention, it was executive produced by Spike Lee. Of yeah, course. Spike um, Lee, kind of big deal there.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's kind uh, of a big deal. I don't, know, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of. Him. Yeah, I don't have like, missed that when I was talking about a very it. obscure artist named Spike <laughs> Lee. <laughs> I,
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened there in the, the after the mid ninety after the early mid nineties. There, it's like uh, yeah. it was just such a like experimental time in general. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, with so many different things happening, and it's like. I, I, and it was very anti-consumerist, too, and very, like, uh, uh, just kind of fuck the man attitude about everything. But then that all kind of went away, too. So it's just like, it's like we have these brief periods in history sometimes where it seems like we're on the right track. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the right track. And then we get, like, Donald Trump, yeah. t- you know, coming in and saying, nope, sorry, calm down. I you, uh, oh, What a time to be alive.
1: Oh, isn't it? Yes. Uh, isn't it lovely?
0: <laughs> it is nice to watch something like this where like uh, because sometimes it's 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 easy to be like oh the 90s simpler times but then you watch this and it's like no things were still like you know pretty shitty for a lot of people in the 90s even more shitty to to some degree Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah it's put you some perspective a lot of perspective yeah do we have some overlooked gems sure yeah um how about
1: a little film called tales that witness madness Wow, that title a, quite a title and quite a movie. This is a anthology film, British, that has a segment where Joan Collins gets jealous of her husband's lover, who is a tree. So let that mm. marinate.'m
0: mm. I'm, 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 I'm picturing it. He's a man
1: a... fucking a tree, essentially is it? <laughs> and Joan like uh... gets a mach- machete and is like, I'm going to end you it's ridiculous it's i mean it might have been an inspiration to the guardian i don't know yeah Yeah. maybe camilla was like trapped in that tree and was like hey dude i'll blow you if you like stick your dick in my tree hole or whatever it is i don't know
0: i could see her being into that she's
1: very kinky that camilla you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah so it's like most anthologies there's some that are better than others but um uh there's also like one about like a cannibal feast at the end with i think mm. it was like kim novak's and it. it's a very odd little movie but very entertaining some good stories and good for this t- time of year nice little halloweeny stuff sounds good so check it out there's a there's a blu-ray out out there so give cool. it a garu cool.
0: a bonus anthology film mm-hmm. for you why
1: not how about you? What is your overlooked gem?
0: Um I'm surprised I haven't recommended this one because we've talked about it before and oh. I love it. But um The Legacy from oh, 1978.
1: Also known as Sam With Elliott's ass.
0: Sam Sam Elliott's Ass. Like I was like, going through my list. I'm like, how have I not recommended this? I love this movie. And it's really a fun one for Halloween season. Mm-hmm. It's just got a great vibe because it's like all these people are invited to a house and it's very kind of clue Agatha Christie esque setup here and you're like what the heck's going on and then they start being kind of picked off one by one. But it's so over the top mm-hmm. and it just and the scoring is like what the fuck is happening? But it's <laughs> it's it's like this really like grandiose score. Like there's this whole like ten minute sequence of them just like driving through town with this big like Pinot yeah you know, score going in the background. It's just it's esque score and it's 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 just nuts.
1: It is definitely an out there kind of a movie.
0: Yeah, so it's 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 this couple and they get called to this house. Uh, I can't remember to like do some renovations or something. But then they find out there's this dying man at the house and he's gathered all these eclectic people and they're all terrible people mm-hmm. um, together. And then again, they all start to get picked off one by one. And then it just has like the most insane ending. Where I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it's just bonkers. If, yeah. if you just need something like crazy to watch it's it's really good it's, a good uh, time. it's it blends comedy and horror it, um pretty well i mean it's, it's not a horror comedy but it's it's funny in, in its own way just for being mm-hmm. so over the top you know yeah uh and again Catherine ross lovely brilliant just and gorgeous wonderful also um, gorgeous both.
1: the most gorgeous couple of all time i believe just unbelievable yes so beautiful, so
0: beautiful yes. it's got that like oh it's got like a weird cat in it it's on the poster too yeah like, there's like a
1: cat there's yeah. like this magical like ring or something right This like yeah family yes, heirloom, the, Yeah, heirloom yes the magical then, ring
0: that's the that's the big thing and there's
1: yes. a scene where a girl is like swimming in a indoor pool and they put like the cover mm-hmm. on and she's like trapped
0: yeah she can't get out like the, the water just turns to glass or something yeah. and she can't get out it's it's really it's cool uh Cool. And it's
1: got uh, Roger Daltry from The Who, randomly. He's right. He's in there too. So it's yes. fun for the whole Good family.
0: Good stuff. So go check those out, as mm-hmm. always, you know, uh, as we plow through Halloween month. Yeah, it's going by fast.
1: Plowing yes. through that haunted hayride field.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Going to a pumpkin patch later. Hell yeah. Hopefully. I don't know.
1: Get me uh, a pumpkin. <laughs> decorate it real nice i want to ward off all them evil witches and demons trying to come to my house on all hallows eve
0: the witches can come i don't care they They can we can have a party why
1: not (laughs) all are welcome
0: got any cute boy witches in there got some of them male warlocks
1: (laughs) you got some warlock cock is that what
0: (laughs) is that your grinder name warlock i don't know (laughs) warlock
1: surely that has to be a movie in some back room some, uh, some somewhere yeah who knows warlord
0: warcock War- <laughs> warhammer yeah
1: i just like that at this time of year i can come home from doing whatever turn on the tv and on amc they're usually playing something good although yeah. last night yeah. i came in and it was like right in the middle of halloween resurrection and i was like no thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough.
0: None of this, please. It's like, I've had a
1: long enough day. Why are you greeting me with this bullshit? It's horrible, horrifying. I screamed. Oh, I kicked the TV. I said, never again! <laughs> Ripped out the plug.
0: I feel like like there, there's like a modicum of a decent idea there that just like never comes to fruition. It doesn't. Like I, I, like, I would watch a Michael Myers reality show but like it just doesn't work here you know it's just i don't
1: yeah it's not it's nice <sighs> I, I admire the gumption
0: and the final girls is so fucking boring and i, I don't
1: even know her name i don't I even like know cindy
0: dd i don't know <laughs> tv's leaking <laughs> i wish the tv yeah, it's like leaked her and alicia witt can just go oh my god and
1: it, it just and... go become wallpaper pa- like you're meant to be okay <laughs>
0: So boring. I feel like, like Alicia Witt has been like better in some of the more yeah. recent stuff I've seen, but like in that movie, she was just not good. Maybe they didn't the give her to work with I think. or the direction. But yeah, yeah it, it's it's.
1: She's just like you know, I killed someone once, so I just have to talk really monotone for the rest of my life.
0: She's like directly responsible for everything that happens in the movie. She it's is. like my god, girl. Ding 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 ding. Uh, ding 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 mm-hmm. ding. No, Rebecca is the heroine of the movie. I think. I agree.
1: <laughs> I mean, she does all the heavy lifting. She's got slides. Hides in that girl's backseat for however long it took. My God, the commitment to murder. That's why I could never kill because to have to hide in someone's backseat for, you know, multiple hours, that Mm -hmm. just sounds like a lot of work. I'm not, I'm not willing to put in the time. I'm just not.
0: Yeah. And here Mm -hmm. I am waxing nostalgic for the 90s again, even though I just said, oh, wow, what a difficult time. But (laughs) we're
1: very (laughs) conflicted.
0: I miss the entertainment from the nineties anyway. Excellent. Maybe 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 not the nineties themselves. I think that's that's it's this is hard because like it when you look back at these time periods it's like what we usually remember is like the the, the The movies and the tv shows and those are always more fun than maybe Mm. what was actually going on in real life like the 80s were a terrible time to be alive folks like fucking ronald reagan Mm. like and yet you know fun stuff that came out you know yeah
1: it's like you remember going to the movies you don't remember what you did once you walked out of the movies so
0: uh you know social media that's where we are we are on facebook and twitter at hohh podcast we are on instagram at homeless and haunted hill we are on letterboxd we are on patreon at patreon.com slash homeless and haunted hill join us because later this month we will have a bonus episode. Oh yes. And you're going to want to you're going to want to hear that because it's a good one. You're going to want to
1: subscribe. One. You're you're going to want to know gonna, what we're talking about. Cuz we might be talking about nice. you. You 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 don't know and if you don't hear then you're going to be out of the loop.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we might be giving out free drinks of sorts.
1: Are we? Oh, I, oh. Helps you. Elixirs perhaps. <laughs> Elixirs if you will. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe possibly. <laughs>
0: We'll see. we'll see
1: it's from a spring <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say
0: that's all. <laughs> if, we, if we didn't just spoil everything. Yeah. uh yeah so follow us you know yeah okay well we're leaving now bye <laughs> bye